Shulchan Arach Harav, we are in Simon Shin Yudzayin, we begin Halacha Vav, section 317. We're going to begin the sixth Halacha. Matirim Beis HaTavar Mekeshek Shekshari Koibes, She'enei Kesher Shekayama. She'enei Vapi Amim, Matirin Oise Biyoymei Miyad Acher Hakvisa. One may untie a knot that was tied by a launderer in the opening of the collar of a garment. The rationale is that it is not deemed a permanent knot, since most of the time it is untied on the same day immediately after the garment has been laundered. By contrast, one may not tear open a closed slit at the opening for a collar because by doing so, he is fashioning an implement. That's called, it's called Masakin Kli. V'chayev, Mishumakah And he is liable for performing the forbidden labor of Makah delivering the final blow. He is not, however, liable for tearing unless he does so for the sake of of sewing, as explained in section 302. Uh, Nir Dalteb explains that in the construction of the sanctuary, if a worm fell on one of the curtains and made a small round hole uh, for it to be re-sewn, the curtain would have to be torn above and below the hole so that the sewing would not create folds. When one tears the garment without without the intent to re-sew it, he is exempt, but it is forbidden uh, to... Um, it's forbidden to do so by rabbinic decree. Okay. Continue the halacha, even if the slip for the cause opening was already made and the craftsman so decides back together as craftsmen do. As we brought the example yesterday, um, manufacturers will sometimes so close the opening of the suit pockets, it's forbidden to close the, to open these pockets for the first time on Shabbos, or the craftsman tied the sides of the slit together, and the person cannot undo them, he's forbidden to cut the threads. Now the Altareba qualifies. To what does the above apply? To a knot tied by the craftsman before he completed fashioning the garment, for cutting the threads of such a knot is considered as performing the forbidden labor of Makabipatish, since this completes the task of fashioning the garment. Through it, the garment becomes fit to wear, while beforehand it was never fit to be worn, and whenever one performs an act that constitutes the completion of the fashioning of an object, he is considered to have performed the forbidden labor of Makabipatish, as stated in section 302 Shin Beis. Avashark Shidis, in contrast to other knots, that were tied after a garment was completely fashioned. For example, a launderer's knot or straps on a shirt that became tangled and cannot be untied are permitted to be cut. Nevertheless, one should not follow such leniency in the presence of an unlearned person. Instead, one should do so in private. Now, the reason why one should not do this in the presence of an unlearned person. The uh, Kutisichas explains that the leniency witnessed by the, uh, by the unlearned person will leave an impression on him. Even if one will explain to him the reason for leniency in this specific instance, he will not fully grasp the logic and will remain with the notion that leniency may be taken in other instances as well. Okay, continuing and concluding the halacha, and if one's ordinary practice is not to untie these straps except when he changes his shirt, from Shabbos to Shabbos, it is forbidden to cut the straps, just as it is forbidden to untie them. And there are authorities who rule leniently regarding the string tied around food packages, maintaining that it may be cut open, provided the string is discarded, even if the knot was meant to last longer than one day. This is particularly relevant on Pesach, when boxes of matzahs are often tied closed with a string. Now compared to section 1 above, subsection 1 above, the wording in this halacha is slightly different than what it says in halacha alaf. There, the Al-Tarebbe writes that any knot that is likely to remain tied for more than one day may not be untied. While here he forbids cutting a knot that would not be opened over the course of seven days.
Accordingly, there are some who maintain that the laws regarding cutting a knot open are more lenient than those regarding untying it. Now, the Rebbe's words need not, however, be interpreted in that manner. It could be said that his intent is that any knot that is forbidden to be untied is forbidden to be cut. And he cites the example of a shirt that is not untied from Shabbos to Shabbos simply because that was a common instance. This concludes Allah Chavav. Now that Rebbe qualifies Allah Chazayin, when does Yibav apply when the strands of a collar's opening are tied? If over a launder sewed a collar's opening closed, and similarly when shoes are sewn together, as is the practice of craftsmen, it is forbidden to cut the stitches or to separate one shoe from the other. The rationale is that unlike tying and untying knots with regard to sewing, there is no such distinction between permanent and temporary sewing. Instead, undoing stitches is always associated with the forbidden labor of tearing. Now, in his le- Holy Letters, in his Kodesh, Volume 11, the Rebbe explains that the statement that the stitches were permanent should be understood simply as that it was intended that the stitching remains indefinitely. This concept can be understood since the prohibition against forbidden labor was derived from the activities necessary to build a sanctuary, for there all sewing was meant to endure indefinitely. Continuing the halacha, true, one is liable for tearing only when he tears with the intent to re-sew. Nevertheless, it is rabbinically forbidden to tear in any context. Our authorities permit separating or cutting stitches, stitching that was not sewn permanently. Fundamentally, the halacha follows this approach. Nevertheless, one should not follow this leniency in the presence of an unlearned person. This concludes Allah Chazayin and today's share.